Yoma, Daf, Lama Testament Alpha. We'll start a little bit the Gemara from before. 11 lines from the bottom. Tanarabanan. Rabanan says, The 40 years after the rebuilding of the base of Migdash, the second base of Migdash, the Shimon Tzadik was the Kohen Gadol. Hayu Goril Ola Biyamin. The Goril always came up in his right hand. Sometimes it came up in his right hand. Pamim Ola Bismol. Sometimes the Goril came up in the Kohen Gadol's left hand. As we said yesterday, there was a string of red string which was tied to the horn of the of the ear or the head of the ear, and they sent it off to the Azazel. And if it turned white, it was a symbol of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, it was Mochel Avonos. If not, it was a different story. But during the 40 years that he was Mishamish, it always turned white. Sometimes it became white. Sometimes, unfortunately, it didn't become white. And the Nehemiah Ravi would always last, meaning until the morning, even though it was the last one lit and the first one, it was the first one lit. <coughs> Sorry. And it was the last one to be uh, taken care of. Still in all, it was the, uh, it was, it, it always remained lit. So, and what was the Nehemiah Ravi, as we said yesterday, it's Machlokas, whether the menorah was placed east to west or north to south. If it was east to west, it was the second candle that you encountered, because remember, you walk into the Kodesh, you're walking in from the east, going towards the west. So it was the second Nehemiah that you encountered was the, called Nehemiah Ravi, and north to south would be the middle candle. That was the Nehemiah Ravi. Then it says also, um, on the Mizbeach was Mizgaber, it was strong. You didn't have to, you didn't have to bring other woods to the Maracha uh, in order during the course of the day in order to get continue the flow of the of the uh, of the fire, but. Uh, sometimes it was strong, sometimes it wasn't. The Kayanim did not stop bringing wood to the fire the entire day, so they would have to continue stoking up the fire. Um, now here's what the problem is Henry, good morning. We are right now five lines from the bottom, two words from the end of the line. The Omer, which they lechem lechem panim, said yesterday, the Omer was the barley offering that was given uh, on the the second day of Pesach, and there was also shtei lechem, which was the two loaves of bread that were offered on Shavuos. They were actual bread; they were not they were actually chametz, not matzah. Over lechem panim. But that's just a, that's not nothing to do with our Gemara. What they were, I'm just pointing that out. The lechem upon him, which was matzah, that would be distributed every single every single Shabbos. It was it was it was a Shabbos to Shabbos um, offering. The Cholkoya. Now here's the interesting thing. So as we were talking about before him, normally an achila is supposed to be in a kazayas. So we'll see what the what the Rishonim say about this. Cholkoyin. Every kohen should magia kazayas that got a kazayas. Okay, which is a bracha, he ate only a kazaya's worth, which is not that much, but yet he was filled up. And even he ate it and he even had a little left over. 
See, there were a lot of mouths to feed, so so to speak, a lot of people doing this mitzvah. So, um, and and here there was a me'eru, which is a curse, in these three things. Uh, every kohen would only receive a beans worth kapul mitzri. Hatsenuin, those who were more modest. They would withdraw and they would let other people take it so they would be able to get more. They would get a kazayas. They would, gargarim, like we said yesterday, means those people who are throaty. They would, people that were concerned about their throats, about their stomachs. They would just grab it and eat it. We're going to discuss the mice afterwards. I first want to talk about. Um, the main points that Gemara brings up with Shimon HaTzadik, but there was a story of one person, he took his own chilek and he grabbed the chilek of his friend without the other person's uh, uh, permission, as Tosus points out. While you come in Austin, they called him Ben Chamsan Ad Yomoso. Ben is an expression of the son of, but it means. person who is imbued with the characteristics of a chamsan. Chamsan is a, uh, yesterday was translated as a bully, which is, I think it's a very good, um, very good uh, translation. It's a person who forces his way on others and steals from them. Okay. Rashi calls him a goslin, Rashi says on top. He's a, he's a thief. Okay. So um, let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi, first of all, there's two lines in the bottom. Shana must be it did not fulfill the hunger. Uh, that satisfied the ones who ate it. And furthermore, every coin was Magia Kipul. Every coin got a beans worth. Shana Kazayas. It was only there was not a Kazayas. A beans worth was less than Kazayas. Since they saw they weren't going to be satisfied anyway, they withdraw their hands, meaning don't, um, they wouldn't take. It was a tzitkis on their part because they would let others take their portion so others can get a full kazayas over mesh now. So what about Shimon? In Shimon's time, nobody got a, nobody got a pool. Everybody, it doesn't sound like a bracha because in Shimon's time, the amount, the amount of, of, of uh, lechem upon him, for example, that a person would eat would be dependent on how many konim there were. If there was only two konim, they would have much more than a kazayas. But there was a hundred konim, it wasn't that big. You know, a thousand konim, it just wasn't that big. So in the time of Shimon and everyone what? What did they get? So Rashi says, a person who got a pool would not withdraw his hand. Now, why wouldn't he withdraw his hand? He still didn't have a kazayas. So let's take a look at, you have on the bottom the Tosus Yishanim. It's small words. It's on the right side of the page. But by me, my, this is a standard Shaz Vilna. Um, it's, it's three, it's the last peerage on the bottom. It is three lines from the bottom. It says, Shemagir, if you don't have it, I will read it. Shemagir Kapul, <clears throat> that he would get a pool, like a pool's worth, a bean's worth. Hatsunuyin Moshchin Yodeyim. The the um, the modest ones would remove their hands. Amar Rebbe, says Rebbe, did Davka 
Magia Kippur. The only time they would withdraw their hands and not take is when they got a pool's worth. Avul Pekazayas, on those occasions where somebody would get a full Kazayas, they wouldn't uh, not take it, they would take it. They're getting Kazayas. Why? Because they thought to be Makayim, the mitzvah of Achila. Avul Khan. Um, but if you took Kippul, it wasn't a full mitzvah of Achila. They weren't satisfied from it. From the Lushen of the the um, the, the Tosri Shadim is going to say, further a question we'll see. He means to say that if you got a Kazayas, it was good. You would, you would keep it. You would eat it. You would make the mitzvah of Achila's but if you only got a pool, so would the pattern. If the pool would satisfy you as if you ate a kazayas worth or a, or a full meal, full, full piece of uh, a lot of bread, then it would be good. But if it didn't satisfy you, then it wouldn't be good. So now the text to Shalom asks on himself, Vim Tomar, if you want to ask, when they got a pool's worth and they were um, satisfied, how did they fulfill the mitzvah of Achila? They still did not have a kazayas. So the Toz Yishanim answer is, you don't need a full kazayas. And it's called an achila. Um, they couldn't give everybody a kazayas. So, so it would depend. So says the Tos Yishanim, even though there's a general rule, as we were talking about earlier, that the mitzvah of achila is with a kazayas. However, he says, that if you have, so everyone who gets a kazayas, as a Gemara later on in Yoma, in the last parak says that, uh, that's talking about kasevas agasa, but in terms of a kazayas, there is a degree of satisfaction in terms of eating a kazayas. It's called an achil according to the Torah. But if you ate less than a kazayas, even a pool's worth, in the time of Shimon Atzadik, all konim that would eat a pool's worth would be satisfied. That would be considered to be an achila, but in the time after Shimon, after Shimon Tzadik, then the Kohenim, when he the pool's worth, would not be satisfied from it, so it wouldn't count as an achila. So the ones who were more forward-thinking, the tzaddikim, they wouldn't take it if they if it happens to be that when the when the Kohen Hamamuna ripped apart the. Um, and that somebody Kazai's worth, yeah, he would take it. But if he didn't hand them a Kazai's worth, he handed less than that, he would say, I don't want it, give it to somebody else. Another person will take my piece and they'll take uh, his piece, and together he'll have a he'll have a Kazai's. So someone will have that. So this is a very interesting toast you shot him that all that if you have food less than a Kazai's, even though the Torah mandates an Achila of a Kazai's, but it fills you up. It has ramifications if we were passing like this to matzah on Pesach and carbon Pesach have ramifications for things like that that I'm required to eat. Uh, usually you've got to eat a kazayas. Kazayas and matzah, that we know. Kazayas and carbon Pesach. But 
according to what he's saying here, if you ate less than that and it filled you up, then it would be considered to be an achila. And I wonder if the same thing would hold true by Averis. As we know that all achila um, of Isser is a kazayas. So, for example, if somebody were to eat basur tomato or trefa or basur b'chalav, so the prohibition, the Isser would be only only at a kazayas. Less than a kazayas would be an Avera, because we pass in Chatsi, Shir, Asim, and Atara, but it wouldn't be an Avera of Malchus. But let's say a person were to eat Basar B'chalo, for example, less than a kazayas, and it would fill him up, a pool's worth, a bean's worth, and it would fill him up. So maybe in his case, and he would be Chayiv Malchus. I'm not sure. Rabbi. The, yes, sir. The mitzvah of uh, Lechmapanim is fulfilled uh, be- before the uh, the Kohanim eat it, or in other words, do the, does can it be fulfilled with without them eating it altogether? No, there, there's many mitzvahs over here. There's many hechsha mitzvahs. You have to set up the Lechmapanim on a weekly basis. Um, spices. That has to be done. When you take the lechem upon him off, there's a mitzvah for the kohanim to eat it. They don't eat it. They don't get that mitzvah. Okay? It has to be eaten. Now, let's take a look at um, the... the, uh, the Tosfus. Is the Tosfus here? Where is it? Hold on a minute. No, that's not what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a look at the toasters on top. The top toasters. Tar of Bakalpi. Now, here's what happened. As the Gemara says, a fellow took someone else's portion and they called him Ben Khamsen his whole life, meaning a robber, a bully his whole life. Okay? Now, Tosis has a question. Aval P, you have it? First, the only Tosis on the page. Aval P, Shagam Gargornim Achirim Chotvin Vaochlin Kamosa. Other guys, the, uh, the, the ones who was, were the uh, Gargorin, Gargorin, they, they would, they would, um, they would, the guys who were like throaty, that were interested in their eating, they would also grab. But the truth of the matter is that, as Tosa says, it's not the same thing. Um, One is that he grabbed it from another Chamsen. I'll explain this in a minute. Inami, the second terrorist is is the one I wanted to say first, really. Inami, Meaning that the, the the those fellows who were Moshe Chidehem, they withdrew. So if somebody took his Reuven withdrew, if Shimon took Reuven's portion along with his own portion, that wasn't such a big deal. It wasn't a Chamsin. He didn't steal anything. He didn't bully his way into anything. He took a portion that the other fellow wasn't going to have anyway. 
that's not a big deal. But here we had a situation. This is Ben Hamzin. Ruvain took his portion, was going to eat it, and Shimon grabbed it from him. So they called him Ben Hamzin. The other explanation is that <laughs> Ben Hamzin means the son of a Hamzin. So this is the like the words that he's the son of a Hamzin, meaning there was one guy who was a Hamzin. Ruvain grabbed a portion from Shimon. And then Levi grabbed it from Ruvain. So it was a double Hamson. So they called him Ben Hamson uh, his entire life. Now, I was, I was thinking about this. You know, you can't call a person a nickname your whole life. Hi, Ben Hamson, how are you? Good morning, Ben Hamson. We don't do that, you know? If, if somebody does an Avera, you know, we, we know plenty of people are Bali Chuva, and we, we don't say to them, oh, good morning, Michal Shabbos, how are you doing? We don't do that. Um, it's, it's embarrassing and it's not right. But apparently, this Ben Hamson did not do tshuva on it. He might even been proud of it. Said, hey, look at me. I got this uh, extra piece from this guy. You know, so that's why they called him that name to underscore that this is not proper behavior. So you are allowed to do such a thing like that if it's not proper behavior. So Tosa gives two tshuva him. Uh, the first tarot, I don't get so much. He's a Hamson, Ben Hamson. Okay, I got it, but um, I don't know why the Avera of being a Hamson is worse if it came from somebody who's, who's also a Hamson. But the second one, I understand. second one is that the uh, that people did eat other people's portions, but it was with Rishus. Since they were Moshe Chideim, they, the, the others ate the portion. It wasn't a Hamson. It was with permission. But this guy was apparently the only guy who stole somebody else's portion. So that is why they called him a Ben Hamson. Okay, let's see a little further in the Gemara, okay? Let's take a look at the top of Lamed Tess, I'm going to base. I'm a Rabba Bar Shila, Micra. I was going to talk about the Shikram Bar Hamson. Elakai, my God. Paltainu Miad Rasha, Miad Rasha, um, save me from the hands of a Russia. From the hands of a person, Ma'avel comes in the lotion of, of Ma'avel doing wrong, a sinner. And Chometz is, is, that's his lotion of Goslin. That's how we know the word Chometz is a Goslin. So that's what he's telling you. That's how I know that the word Chometz is a derogatory term meaning Goslin. Rav Amar. Rav says, from a different passing, passing Yeshayim, Lamdu or Limdu Hetev, dear Shumishbat, learn well, seek out judgment or justice, Ashru Chamots, Shiftu Yasam, Rivu Almana. So Ashru Chamots, um, Rashi tells you, Chamots is the opposite of Chomets. Um, the, the one who's a chamson is a chomets. He's the doer. Chomuts is the doe, is the victim. So Ashrei Chomuts, look at Rashi on top. Rashi says, Hechziku Anigzal, support the one from whom it is stolen, right? You know, if a person has something stolen from him, don't just ignore his complaints, support him. So, um, Ashru Chomutz, the Gemara says, Ashru Chomutz, Ba'al Tashru Chomets. Now back to the Gemara, fourth line. Ashru Chomutz, support the one who is a 
victim, Rialta Ashru Chomet, don't support the one who is a robber. There's a curious um, cultural thing that Americans have, which is annoying to an extreme, that they idolize people who are robbers. There were many um, books written and movies even about famous bank robbers or gangsters in, in history. If you go to uh, touring a little bit, sometimes you come to places where, oh, this is where uh, Jesse James uh, was. Uh, Jesse James was, was, I don't know an awful lot about Jesse James to be quite honest, but I do know that um, he was not a person who was sitting in the shul learning Torah all day long. And he wasn't interested in, in, uh, in, 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 uh, in being part of the chevra uh, that distributes tucker. So Grace Tzadik is a Nishkaven, but yet Americans seem to like, wow, Jesse James, uh, um, Dillinger, I don't remember his first name, but, uh, you know, Dillinger and Bobby and Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde, you know, these were like very Choshova gangsters. That's what they were. And yet Americans seem to like hold them in awe. Wow, Dillinger, Kvaldika guy. The guy, uh, you know, shot people, robbed banks, uh, took advantage of others. Uh, who knows how many lives he destroyed because of his uh, evil behavior. This is not something to to applaud. This is something to be disgusted about. And that's what the Pasuk says, that Ashru Chomutz, they should make movies about the victims, but about Ashru Chomets, don't support the one who is the uh, the, uh, the the Gazan, the one who's the bank robber. Okay. Atanur Abbanan. Abbanan say, um, I'm unsaid. Um, also, Shana, and Rashi tells you really that this uh, Lima is really not for here, it's for Gemara and Sanhedrin, and that's just something else. Okay. Gemara says, The year that unfortunately Shimon Hatzadik was forced to depart from this world, Amr Lahem, he said to the Talmidim or to the Kohanim, Mishana Zu, who makes, he said, I am going to die this year. He said, he prophesized his own death. How do you know? He said, When I went into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, they went with me this elder, he was dressed in white, and he was wrapped in white. He escorted me in, and he escorted me out. Vayom, this Yom Kippur, this 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 incident when Shimon Atzadik said this was on Yom Kippur. Vayom, this Yom Kippur, this Damali Zakinachan, there was like every year a Zakin an elder, Lovu Shechorim, he was dressed in black. The Atuf Shechorim, and he was wrapped in black. Nichnasimi, he went in with me to escort me. Valoyatsimi, did not escort me out. Terrible. Achara Regel. After Yom Tov, after Yom Kippur, Chola Shivas Yamim, well, after Sukkot, Chola Shivas Yamim, he got sick for seven days, U Mace, and he passed away. Vinimnu Achivakonim Melavarech Meshem, from that time onwards, they didn't use, they didn't say out Akadosh Baruch Hu's name as they normally would say Hashem's name in Birchus Kohenim. They didn't say it. From then on, they just said, uh, Hashem's name, the way that we pronounce it today, they didn't articulate it the way it is written because they didn't think they were on that level. Let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi says on the third line, 
To say the bracha, the birchas kohenim, when shema mafurish, they understood that they were not worthy of doing this. When Shimon and Tzadik was alive, that was a different story. But when they were, when he wasn't, it was not, it was not a, uh, not any longer. So this was a great change. In what happened? Let's take a look at the more changes. Tanurabanan. So this is important, you know. Unfortunately, uh, on Sunday we had the Levaya of two great Gedali Yisrael, um, the Briska Rosh Hashiva of David Salavechik, who all of us were davening for, along with the Bitzchak Shiner, the Kamenitzer Rosh Hashiva, two Zakanim, two elder Rosh Hashivas, and the world has changed. We don't perceive it at this moment, but because of the patir of these two great Gedalim, the world has changed. The world is a, is a different world. It's a tremendous tzaddikim, tremendous tzaddikim. Not only did they dedicate their lives to learning Torah and to doing the right thing, but to being over Hashem, but Rabbi David Salvesh was the last son, living son of the Briskarov. And Rabbi Shiner, he learned in Europe in Kamenetz, I believe, by Baruch Bear. This is a throwback to a person learned by the great Rosh Yeshiva before the war. So you don't have that anymore today. And it's unfortunate. It's a different, different world. All right, let's see a little further. Tanarabanan. Forty years before the Churban Abayas, the destruction of the second base of English, the Kohen Gadol, the Gorel, did not come up in his right hand. And that red string that they tied around the head of the seer did not turn white. When they came into the base of Migdash, they did not find the Nermaravi was continuing to burn. The, the, um, the, the, the doors of the Heichal would miraculously automatically open. And look at Rashi. It's Rashi is the last of the wide lines. And Rashi says, It was a simon to the enemies, to come and go in. So this is a bad simon that the, the doors of the base of English will not stay shut. Ad Shagir Behen Rabbin Yochanan Menzakai. Yochanan Menzakai was the God of the door right before the destruction of the second base of Migdash. He screamed at them. Gir means he rebuked them. Amrlo said to them, Heichal, Heichal, meaning base of Migdash, base of Migdash. Why are you frightening yourself? I know concerning you, that your end is going to be destruction. Zechariah ben Idui. Zechariah ben Idui already said the um, a uh, a uh, a nevu about you, and Pasach Levanon Dalsecha. Your Levanon refers to the base of Migdash. The Levanon, the base of Migdash, is going to open its doors. <clears throat> Sorry, the Tonchal Eish Bearzecha, and fire is going to. Um, going to um, consume, Azacha means the arazim, the, the uh, cedar words that used to be used for the um, the, uh, the base of Migdash. 
So we know that. So why are you frightening yourself? Why are you anticipating trouble? Yes, it's going to happen, but it's not really uh, not really to talk about. Let's take a look at Rashi. That is the 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 proof that opening the doors is a simon for Khorban. Omar Why is the base of English called Levanon? Right? So you might say that it's because of Arzia Levanon, the cedars of Lebanon, and the Mark is a different reason. And says Malbin Yisrael, it whitens the sins of Kla Yisrael. Amar Rav Zutra. Rav Zutra says, I'm sorry, I'm Rav Zutra Batuvia. Zutra says, Lamanakushmo Ya'ar. Why is it called Ya'ar? Like Ya'ar Levanon? Nixiv, base Ya'ar Levanon. The house of Ya'ar, which means a forest. How Levanon? Lomanach to tell you like this. My Ya'ar, Milavlev, just like a Ya'ar is Milavlev. Milavlev is like, um, like grows leaves. You know, flourishes. I guess we could use that word. Mayar Malavle. Uh, I lost my own place. Sorry. Af Besamigdash Malavle. So too, the Besamigdash flourishes. I'm Rabbi Hoshia. Sorry. Mishas. Shabbat Shalom Besamigdash. When Shlomo built the Besamigdash, not Bo Komini Megadim Shel Megadimar, delicious fruits, Shel Zahav. He actually, you're not allowed to plant trees in the base of Migdash, but Shlomo Melech wanted this kind of decoration. He, so to speak, planted. He, he put into the ground golden trees. And miraculously, for you might see in Paris, Bismanayim, right? In June, the, he put in cherry trees, and the cherries would blossom in June, right? He put in kumquat trees. And the kumkats would, would blossom in the beginning of the summer. Makivan, Shaharuach Minashavos, man, when the wind blew, Hayu Noshim Perisayim, their Peros would fall. Shenemar, as it says, Yirash. Again, I lost my place, I'm sorry. Shenemar, Yirash Kalavana Perion. Yirash means it would be um, shaken. Like Levanon Pirio, Omehen Haisapanasil Kahuna. It will be real fruit and it will be food to be able to give to the Kohen. But keep in Shnikhazu, Ovdikachavim Laechel, by the first base of English, when Ovdikachavim came into the Echel, they dried up. And it was never, didn't happen again. Oparach Levanon Umlam. That's what it says. Oparach Levanon Umlam and the, the, uh, the leaves, the flowering of the Levanon Umlam. Meaning it's a lushman being dried up, is, uh, is, 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 is depressed, is dried up. But don't worry, Hashem is going to restore it to us. And we have the third base of Mikdash, Shanemar. Parovak Tifrach Vasagel, it will flower and be joyful. Av Gilas Viranan, Kvoda Lavanan Asanla. Hashem is going to restore the honor, the joy and the honor of the. Levanon of the Besamigdash at a future date. So uh, the Gemara ends off with a good note, even though unfortunately Shimon Atzadik passed away, and the uh, after he passed away, and the, by the Churban, the Gemara talks about the um, 
the things that happened that were were were, were simonim, that the churban was imminent, but yet the Gemara ends off with a good note: what happened with Shlomo Melech and what's going to happen Beis Hashem at a future date. So we'll stop here, and we'll continue Beis Hashem uh, tomorrow with the uh, with the uh, with the following Gemara. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye.